You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. We've now got Jay Whelan in the studio with us today to talk about the third passing of the sale and supply of alcohol bill. Hi Jay, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? Good, thanks. So what does the passing of the sale and supply of alcohol bill mean? Right, so this amendment for the community participation allows for greater participation, generally speaking, to the community um, and letting them have a greater voice in whether alcohol licences can be renewed or new ones can be um, given out to people wanting to sell or supply alcohol, essentially. Yeah. And what does it mean for students in particular? So for students, um, it doesn't mean necessarily anything more than others. It's just allowing those people to have a voice, and it's one thing that we think is really important. Um, the community has been kind of shut out of a lot of these alcohol licensing processes due to formalities, costs associated with legal teams and those kinds of things. So that gives uh, that opportunity um, to those groups, and there's no um, you know competition from parties about whether those people have a, a right to be there anymore. That's now taken fully um, away or that that, Mm. um, argument is away now and everyone's allowed to speak essentially. So what changes in particular have been made in the bill? Right, so the amendment allows for standing without question for any parties except for trade competitors. So if I was trying to sell alcohol and, and you were trying to get a licence, I can't object yeah. to that because of competition. But otherwise, um, other people have standing. It takes away some of the formalities, um, which some um, licensing committees across the country um, kind of lean into. Uh, it also removes the cross-examination or the unnecessary cross-examination from parties to other parties. Mm-hmm. So only committees can, can do that. And also really important, it stops the appeal of provisional local alcohol policies so we don't end up in a situation like Auckland was recently in where you try to have a local alcohol policy and it keeps getting appealed, appealed, appealed for years and years and years and you don't actually have any control over that alcohol within your region. Do you think that the bill requires any more changes? In general, the Sale and Supply of Alcohol um, Act, it could be changed a million more times. Um, This is one small step um, in the right direction for um, this bill, but generally speaking, there's so many more things we could do. Um, A really simple one, you know, having tetiriti in writing in the bill. It's one really simple thing that should be in in all legislation, um, but could, could go on for hours about changes. What might the sale and supply of alcohol look like without the bill in place? Uh, so without the bill in place, you know, people like us at Student Sensible Drug Policy would be sitting there for an hour extra every time arguing for our right to be heard in any one situation. And we could be, you know, still fighting appeals in, in court uh, on and on throughout the country. So, you know, simplifying that stuff and, and making sure that everybody is part of it is now something that can be afforded more easily, which mm. is great. Do you think that with the bill in place, there is the expectation to see a reduction in alcohol risk-related accidents and violence? I would like to think so because communities that are experiencing that are going to be heard more readily and hopefully that mm. you know gives people a wake-up about the harm that is all over the place, all over the country. You know, We're talking about alcohol here, the number one most harmful drug in the country, around 800 lives a year, $8 billion a year, mm. more than all the other drugs combined, essentially. Yeah. It's a really serious issue, and we need to keep reminding people of how dramatic the consequences are of poorly regulated systems around the drug. Mm. And finally, what did the students for Sensible Drug Policy Dunedin Group do to promote the passing of this bill? 
So way back at the start of the year, we made a written submission on the bill, like hundreds of others. Uh, we also did an oral submission to back that up, really getting our voice heard within the select committee process. And then following that and the recent developments in Parliament and urgency uh, and the lack of urgency around this bill, uh, we started a petition along with our friends at Hold On To Your Friends, um, pushing that to as many people as we could and also really annoying uh, the Minister, Ginny Anderson, by basically spamming her inbox, making sure that we get this across the line. And we got it there, so it's all, all worked out in the end. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.